Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Sarah Morley-Wilkins, the Project Manager and User Experience Consultant of the DAISY Music Braille Project. I'm very pleased to have this opportunity to share with you some of our recent work to secure the future of music braille production and use. Our work will benefit producers and end users who need to be able to convert, create and explore music in hard copy and digital braille by improving conversion tools and the standards for file formats. My presentation today will be in four parts. Firstly, I'll describe why blindness agencies wanted to focus on Music Braille. Then I'll share what we learned from our international survey of transcribers, educators, developers, and end users. I'll then describe what we've been doing to address sector requirements, and that's the biggest part of my presentation. And finally, I'll share what other opportunities exist to further improve the future of Music Braille production and use. So firstly, why are we focusing on Music Braille? Well, this project originated in late 2017 when the Norwegian Library of Talking Books and Braille started to investigate what changes they had to make to support their blind musicians with Music Braille in future. They quickly realised through discussion that many blindness agencies shared a common concern about ongoing production of Music Braille, but they all wanted to continue to be able to produce hard copy embossed Braille. Many agencies were, and still are, facing a decline in expertise. The tools and file formats needed improvement to be fully fit for purpose, and there was a lack of opportunity for effective file sharing. With funding initially from Norway, and more recently with wider sector contributions, we set out to fully explore the current concerns and opportunities around Music Braille through a global sector consultation, and the DAISY Music Braille project was born. So I'll now move on to talk about what we learned from our two international surveys on Music Braille. Our surveys of transcribers, teachers, developers and end users identified a range of factors involved in supporting blind people with Music Braille resources for education, employment and leisure. Even though digital Braille files were becoming more popular amongst users, it was clear that for the study of music, being able to have hard copy embossed Braille was still going to be vital. We wanted to make sure that agencies could still produce embossed music braille as well as digital files. We identified four factors which all needed attention to secure the future of music braille production and use. One, the input files need to be as high quality as possible for effective conversion. Two, conversion and markup tools need to be accurate and reliable, suitable both for transcribers and end users. Three, we need good access to existing intermediary files to reduce duplication of effort. And four, we need good teaching, learning and promotional resources for teachers and learners. The project was immediately able to address the first two of these issues, the technical ones, the input files and the conversion tools, which I'll talk about in more detail shortly. So what about the other two factors we identified? Well, other agencies were already starting to build online collections of music braille files like NLS, the ABC Global Book Service and Bookshare. So these solutions would make it easier for transcribers and users to find scores which had already been transcribed. Also, respondents felt strongly that much more could be done to promote the availability of existing teaching and learning resources to reduce duplication of effort and also that a significant effort was needed to recruit, train and retain Music Braille transcribers and teachers. Addressing the learning and teaching element of Music Braille is a big and essential requirement, 
and one which might merit its own project. Now I'd like to spend the biggest part of my presentation describing the work we've been doing to address the two requirements to improve file format standards and the conversion tools themselves so they're accurate and reliable. So first, let me tell you more about what we're doing to improve input or source files. You all know the phrase garbage in, garbage out. Well, that's just as true for Music Braille as it is for other kinds of conversions. The input files need to be as high quality as possible for effective conversion into Music Braille. Now, there are two main ways of getting music for conversion. The first is to use an existing Music XML file, and the second is to scan the print original. Now, there are lots of Music XML files available online, and this should be a good thing, right? However, be careful. Some of these Music, Braille, these music XML files are not accurate or complete enough to convert into a usable Music Braille file. The problem is that some Music XML files have just enough structure to make it look nice in print or on screen, but not enough structure to tell a Braille user what each element is in the score, or it might not be an accurate version of the original. And in these cases, the resulting Braille file might be entirely useless for learning purposes. Alternatively, you can scan print music using music scanning and recognition software. Then you make any corrections and add markup to fix any internal structure not present in the scan file. Then you import the marked up file into a music Braille conversion tool. And the conversion tools usually have a recommended scanning and editing tool, such as Capella or SharpEye, which work well with theirs. So what are we doing to improve the quality of input files? Well, three things. Firstly, we've identified the gaps in the Music XML standard, which currently prevent us from doing a good conversion into Music Braille. And we've been working with W3C to add the required tags into future versions of the Music XML standard, which would give us the information our sector needs. Secondly, we've assessed mainstream music notation software to establish which tools export the best native music XML files for our purposes. And we've made recommendations for improvements. At present, Sibelius is the tool which generates the best and most complete music XML file for conversion into Music Braille. Thirdly, we've preferred guidance for music engravers, the people who create print scores in music notation software. By following our guidelines, they can produce files which are well-structured internally, not just made to look pretty in ink print, and the music XML file they create gives us a good conversion into Braille. Agencies may wish to use this kind of service to create their source files. Okay, now let's move on to what we're doing to improve the conversion tools themselves so that they're accurate and reliable. As a result of our international survey of transcribers, teachers, developers, and end users, it became clear that the sector needed two kinds of tools. Firstly, a professional tool for anyone to be able to convert scores quickly and effectively into Music Braille as easily as possible. And secondly, an interactive user tool for end users, teachers and composers to write, explore, learn, convert and output music in accessible ways, including Braille. The survey identified that all the existing tools needed improvement to be fit for the future or for wider international use. We created two comprehensive requirements documents, one for the professional tool and one for the interactive user tool, which prioritised all the features and functionality the sector requested. We hoped to support the development of existing tools, which would be pretty much complete after two years of funded development and would be sustainable for years after that. 
We invited developers of Music Rail conversion tools to respond to these requirements and apply for funding, which was kindly made available through donations from several DAISY member agencies, the DAISY Consortium itself, and the Norwegian Association of the Blind. Now I'd like to tell you a bit about the professional tool that we're currently improving with this funding. A professional production transcription tool will benefit agencies, educators, and end users themselves who need to convert scores quickly and accurately, and if required, through an automated production workflow. The project selected a tool developed by DZB Leesen, the German Centre for Accessible Reading, which they built for their own Braille production, and it has many sophisticated conversion rules developed over more than 15 years. Make Braille, formerly known as Hodder, is an auto online automated conversion tool tightly linked into the score scanning software Capella so that you can start from a print score. We agreed a work plan to build the prioritised requirements over two years and we are nine months into our development plan. Make Braille is now available in English as well as in German and can now import music XML files as well as Capella files. It can accurately and reliably convert almost all kinds of music scores and it can be used worldwide as it supports many country codes and formatting standards. Its strength is that it is an online automated tool, fully accessible with screen access technology, and the user simply chooses their configuration from a group of defined settings suitable for their country and user preferences, selects their file to be converted, and then creates Braille. The converted file is emailed within a few minutes, ready to emboss, edit, or read on a Braille display. We've also prepared a helpful online support area in English with video tutorials, user guides, and guidance for sourcing and creating scores for conversion. We've just gone live with a three month closed trial to test the newly implemented features. And with 20 testers from different agencies in six countries, we hope to get some good real world feedback to help us plan the next phases of development. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> the final tool will have even more helpful features and we'll, will be widely promoted once available. So where are we with the interactive user tool for Music Braille? This kind of tool enables blind musicians themselves to read, write, explore, and output music in Braille and other accessible ways. For example, in musical notes, spoken text describing each element of the score, displayed on screen or printed out in ink print, and importantly for this project, embossed as a hard copy score or displayed on a Braille display. Existing tools such as Goodfeel and BME2 are often used by blind learners, professionals, teachers and composers who need detailed interaction with a score in several accessible ways or who are working with sighted musicians or teachers. They offer customization suitable for different stages of learning or study. Other tools such as iBoss, a music XML reader, MuseScore, a notation tool, and a developing tool, Sayomai Braille, also show potential in this category. In terms of timing, the invitation to developers for funding support for an interactive user tool is 12 months behind the professional tool. We've received applications from several developers and are currently assessing them against our prioritised requirements. Once we've selected the preferred developer, we intend to begin funded development of the interactive user tool in January 2021 for a two-year period. So to finish my presentation, I thought I'd share what other opportunities exist to further improve the future of music braille production and use. I've already talked about the need to increase the number of trained music braille teachers and transcribers, 
as this is reported to be a problem in most countries. These skilled experts will of course always be needed. Not all scores can be automatically converted. Some scores are still quicker to convert manually and experts will always be needed to transcribe, teach, train, proofread and agree standards for music braille. We also need to increase the development and promotion of teaching and learning resources for teachers and end users so that these are more widely available and used. I've also mentioned the great advantage of having online collections of source files, music braille scores and quality music XML files, which we can trust. And this will certainly improve the situation for many people. Another future development would be to try to rationalize layouts and customization options for music braille conversions. That is, make options as few and as simple as possible. Then the tools would be easier and less costly to develop and maintain and files would be more easily shareable across different countries. Future tool development could include artificial intelligence to improve context recognition during scanning, file import, and file conversion. This would significantly reduce the time transcribers need to spend in correcting or marking up files and would make conversions faster and more accurate. We'd like to see trials of music braille on the newest refreshable braille displays as we might need to consider a special kind of formatting in the conversion tools so the braille presentation is as effective as it can be. And finally, it's going to be important to continue the professional networking and information exchange in this niche sector to develop and share this ex specialist and expert knowledge. So if you'd like to be part of this professional network of music braille experts, teachers, developers and end users, please drop me a line and I'll add you to our mailing list. And that's it. Thanks for your attention and do stay in touch. Musicbraille at daisy.org or on the project website www.daisy.org forward slash activities forward slash projects forward slash music braille. Thank you.